that's going. Let's get this going. Come on, Pastor Mike, where you at? rights of this song. That dog on Pastor Mike, baby. that goes into doing these things. When I tell you, you know, going live is one thing. It's a different thing when you're going live and it's raining outside, so you're in the house and you are like, okay, make sure the light does this. And like, there's a shadow I can see right there. Let's see, can I fix that? Um, Nope, just more of a shadow. So, there's a shadow, guys. I don't want to, I'm sorry. Figure it out later. Anyway, um, it's just so much that goes into it. So, I just wanted to come on and, you know, I always try to encourage, uplift, and lead by what I say, lead by what I do, being open, honest, and, trans open, honest, and transparent. You know, that's my motto, right? There are a few things that I need to discuss with you guys today. First of all, I tell you, <laughs> shout out to David Sands and the twins and Omar Takori, I think that's how you say his last name, um, and the podcast summit in Miami that gave me the confidence to film everything that I do. Like I guys hear that thunder it is pouring down rain and 90 degrees we ain't gonna talk about it though moving on um and to it's one thing to go live i go live for you guys all the time it's not a big deal for me it's a whole other thing to have mics and cameras and lights and it's like it's a lot of work a lot of work but i just i do it because I just want everybody to know you can you can be 
whatever you want to be, whomever you so deem necessary. And it doesn't have to come, hold on guys, because my chair is not quite, I know I'm short, my chair is not quite the height I want it to be at. Okay. Um, and you can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do, but you got to work. You can't expect that all the blessings go going to fall out of the sky. Oh, you cute, so I'm going to give you this. But they just going to keep falling out of the sky. You not have to struggle, have a pitfall. That's not how, that's not how it works. That's not reality. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Do I have it sitting here? I think I had it. What did I do with it? I thought it was, oh, here it is. This is the book I wrote. I never, ever, ever, ever in a million years thought that I would um, release this book because the book is so, it is available on Amazon. Um, the book is so personal. It's so, um, that's what I want to say. It's so in my business. It's in my business. I just want to make sure my phone is under not disturbed. I'm not disturbed right now because people like to call me when I'm doing things and they know I'm doing something. They know I'm doing this with y'all. Anyway, moving on. This book was written in a very, 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 very dark time in my life where in my open, honest, and transparency, I did not want to live. I did not want to take another breath. I did not think I could make it. I didn't think I could make another step. I definitely didn't think I was going to take another breath. Um, and I don't know if I thought God didn't love me. No, I didn't think that. Let me see. I just knew that, okay, this, this is what I can say. When I, my mother was sick, and everybody says, you got to pray. You're not praying hard. If you pray hard, you know my save and sanctify family members. Well, you know how they do. You, you ain't praying hard enough. You pray hard enough. She'll be fine. Is that what you tell somebody who's watching their mother deteriorate right in front of their eyes? Because sometimes we say things to people that you just shouldn't say. You don't know how they're going to receive it. You don't know how it's going to affect them. But you say things anyway because you think you can. So while they were so busy telling me that I wasn't praying hard enough, my mother wasn't going to survive because I wasn't praying hard enough, it was doing something to me. I was praying for what they didn't know that God had already told me it was time for his child to come home. I remember that day like it was yesterday when that small still voice came and said it's time for my child to come home and I had to stop and think and say well he was hers before she was mine Then I had to say, but how am I going to live without her? I can't live without her. I don't want to live without her. I'm not able to live without her. 
So when they were still telling me that I had to pray more, and I'm not praying, you know, we, they came with the holy blessed oil and anointing her head and her hands and her feet. And I already knew the outcome. I knew that I was going to have to tell my mother goodbye. Now for some of you who don't have a close relationship with your parents, you might not understand. You may not get it. You may not understand the magnitude and the desperation that I felt because my mother and I were extremely close. And I was 26 years old. I was 26 when she got the diagnosis. It was right, I'm not sure it was the day before, a couple of days after, but it was right around her birthday. She was turning 46. And um, I was 26. I had turned 26 that August. You don't understand if you weren't close to your parents, if you weren't close to your mom. I have a friend named Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. She understands because she was close like that with her dad. If you don't have a close relationship to your parents, you don't understand the, the magnitude of the, the pain and the anguish that you go through. My mom got the diagnosis in December and by February she was gone. Because partially my fault, because I said to God, now, now God listen, because I don't know how y'all speak to God, but my God, I speak to him just like I speak. Lord, you know I'm dumb, so please make it plain for your child because she dumb. Just make it plain. I told God, I said, listen, if you're going to take her, I just ask that you don't let her suffer. And you got to take her, take her quick because I can't take it and neither can she. That's all I can say. I didn't, I'm not one of them holy rollers, quote the Bible, I know the scripture front and back and back. I'm not her. Do I love the Lord? Absolutely. But I didn't at that time know the magnitude of which I loved her because I wasn't raised in a church like my cousins and some other people I know that was Sunday, Wednesday, Tuesday, car wash on Saturday. No, my parents didn't do all that. We didn't do all that. So I didn't know certain things. I did know to pray because my grandmother was a prayer. She prayed. She went to church sometimes. She went to church sometimes. But she definitely watched that man, I can't think of his name, on TV all the time. And she had his picture in a frame on the wall in the den. And she was send money. Back then I just thought she was sending money not know that it was her tithes. See? Because I, I didn't know what tithes were back then. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I told Diane goodbye, I literally thought I died. I felt like that my breath had just stopped. And I, um, I wrote about it in the book.
wrote about it in this book because I had given up. I couldn't make it. I didn't want to make it. This world did not need to exist without my mother in it. That's just how I felt. And when I tell you about that God, that God is something else. Because let me tell you how silly and simple-minded I was. Not only did I try to kill myself once, I had the nerve, the unmitigated gall, the audacity to try it twice, two days in a row, okay? But I heard God tell me, it's not your time. I was like, I ain't gonna make it without her. If he would have let me succeed with the shenanigans to which I was doing, because even after the, the two suicide attempts that he saved me from, I was scared to try it a third time because I thought he might turn me into a vegetable and I might be you know, paralyzed or something and I didn't want that. So I stopped literally trying to commit suicide, but I was doing every other detrimental thing to myself. If I saw Joe Blow taking a pill, well, give me one, I need one of those. Didn't know what it was. Didn't care what it was, but I just wanted it because I really didn't want to live. And I was kind of hoping maybe this one would kill me without literally keep trying to kill myself. But God protects babies and fools. I say this to say, don't give up. Some people just, they say, oh, you, I, I, it's gonna be all right, but they've never really been through nothing. They don't know your despair. They don't know your pain. They don't know your anguish. I now get it. Nobody saw that I was drowning. And if they did, nobody cared. I, and that's just my personal opinion. It's mine. I can have it. I own it. I'm grateful that God spared me because if he had not spared me, I wouldn't have my wonderful son. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But he's mine. He don't get high. He don't sack his pants. He a little lippy at the mouth sometimes. I have to pop him in his mouth. But I wouldn't have him if God has saw fit to let me succeed in what I was doing. When you guys see me, and I'm on these red carpets, and I'm in these movies, and on these TV shows, I wouldn't have none of that if God wouldn't have spared me. When I tell you, I am so grateful. I'm grateful that he loved me in spite of myself. I'm grateful that he loved me when I did not love myself enough to want to live. I'm grateful that he gave me another chance to do it right.
And every single morning that I wake up, I'm grateful that I have a chance to do something better than the day before. Is my life perfect? Absolutely not. Let's be clear. My life is not perfect. Yeah, it's a lot better than some other people, but that don't make me no better than anybody else. I'm grateful that God blesses me and I will always praise him. Because if I had my way back in the day, I wouldn't be here right now. You wouldn't be watching this video because I would have gotten my wings and be on somewhere else. I know it's hard. I know that it is hard out here. Bills is here. Money is tight. Your wife or your husband cheating or beating you or whatever the case may be. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. There's a better way than committing suicide. There is a better way than committing suicide. Don't give up. Do not give up. Do not give out. Do not give in. Because the best is yet to come. I'm a living, walking, talking testimony. The best is yet to come. God is not done with you yet. But you also have to remember that everything out your mouth cannot be negative. You gotta find your wins. You gotta find your wins. Okay, your car got repossessed, but you got money to catch a bus on Uber, right? Your car got a boot on it, but you got the money to get it off, right? Or you got the money to get where you have to go, whether it's be in the bus, the train, a horse, however you got to get there. You're able to get there to handle your business, right? Your refrigerator may not be as full as you want it to be, but you're able to eat, right? Your gas is on to be able to cook you something to eat, right? Like we have to start finding our wins. And I don't remember who taught me that. I swear, I'm sorry. I don't remember who taught me that, but I have learned to look for my wins. I have two wonderful children. Are they perfect? Absolutely not, but they are perfect to me. I wouldn't trade them for all the tea in China and rice in Asia. I would not because they're mine good, bad, or different. I dare anybody to bother them because they're mine. And I'm grateful that God let me live to have that second one and for them both to be grown and praise God, not in any trouble in, with the law. They're not wanted. They're smart. They're healthy. One of them believes in the Lord. The other one he acting a little funky right now, but we're going we gonna to let him figure that out. That's between him and God, because what he don't realize, what he realizes, but he's fighting his calling. I don't have no dog in that fight. I ain't got no dog in that fight. Guys, listen. I love you 
I love you. I want us all to win. I want us all to win. There is enough in this world for everybody. My mom passed away, she was 46 years old. 46. I'll be Daniel. <laughs> I'm working on my cursing. <laughs> I'll be Daniel if I stop living my life. For what? My mom passed at 46. I'm living every day like it's my last day because you don't know your expiration date. You don't know your expiration date. So do yourself a favor, go out and live. Live. Live like today is your last day. Live like your life depends on it because it does. Live. Because there's some people who wish that they could live right now. They wish they could live right now, but they couldn't. Do yourself a favor, stop wasting your life. No man, no woman, no dog, no hermaphrodite, no nothing is worth you giving up your life. I got people right now on the strike Shout out to, to the SAG and the WGA striking on behalf of all actors, even non-union actors, because they want everybody to be financially stable and for it to make sense for the hard work that we do in front of the cameras and behind the cameras. They are striking. They are not getting paid. They are not making any money, but they still have big bills to pay. You think we got bills, baby. Some of my friends in Hollywood got some big old bills. Big, big, big bills. And right now they're not working. Nothing is happening in Hollywood right now. But you know what has to happen? Those bills still have to be paid. I heard a rumor that, um, what's my dude's name? Um, oh my God. Nebo, something. Trujillo, Danny Trujillo is losing his home and I'm very sad because he had a deal with the IRS but now the world strike, there's no money for him to fulfill that deal. I hope some of my big heavy hitters through Hollywood come through and help him. I really do. I really, really do. One thing I can say about Hollywood you got those that will stick to you, stick together and stick with you and, and go through the fire with you. So I'm really, really, really hoping that some of them Hollywood heavy hitters help him get the IRS off his back so he can keep his home. Mm. Again, grateful. I'm grateful because we're not working. When we're not working, we're not making money. We out here doing DoorDash and Uber Eats and slinging Tic Tacs, whatever else you're doing to keep food on your table, keep your lights on. I'm grateful. 
I'm grateful that I'm able to keep my lights on. I'm able to record this for you guys. Um, I'm not in any pain. I, it's just, I'm grateful for so many things because it could have been so much different. I shout out to all my friends that are going through. No, life is not perfect. No, you can't just dodge and bob and weave and think nothing's gonna happen to you. Stuff happens to us. We gotta find our wins. I got one friend, she was like, I'm tired of pushing through. We cannot get tired, it's not an option. I know I went to Israel and I, <clears throat> excuse me, went through the whole, where the cross came, where Jesus carried on his back and all that. And I said, I mean, it was just a, such a, a dramatic situation. And I was like, what if he had just said, I changed my mind, Lord, I don't want to do this. What if he had just said, I changed my mind? Like, where would we be if he had changed his mind? When I was over there and I got that epiphany and then his mother watched him go there as a mother, that took me out. That really took me out because I can't imagine having to watch my son go through this and being able to do nothing. Because my kids would tell you, they mama come from anywhere to kick ass up behind them. They'll tell you, if my mama pull up, we all in trouble. And that's what it is. They mind, don't bother them. Just don't touch them. Don't talk to them crazy. Like, I don't care if they're grown. Don't do that. Just, just don't. I can't imagine watching your child go through such ugh, pain and agony. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he didn't change his mind. I'm grateful that he spared me. I'm grateful when my son was a baby and couldn't breathe. Wouldn't eat. Was in that hospital. And God spared him. I'm grateful. I'm grateful my daughter was a baby and she had pneumonia, excuse me, walking pneumonia. And I'm listening and I wasn't sure, but I kept going and figured out that that's what she had because she could have died because her lungs were full of fluid. Like I'm grateful that God continues to bless me even when I don't deserve it. He keeps blessing me and I'm grateful. Do yourself a favor, have a conversation with him. There's no perfect way to do it. He's not asking for you to put on the holier than thou or the errors. He's not asking you to do all that. He's asking you to just have a conversation with him. That's all. Tell him what you want, because he know what you need. <laughs> he know what you need better than you know what you need. That was a word for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Thank you for that email, Father God. I, I, I'm clear, Lord. Sometimes you just have to be like, okay, God, I love you guys. I hope that you guys have an amazing week. I hope that by me being transparent with all my flaws, my trials and tribulations and my wins, because I, I have wins, I have plenty of wins, but I also have losses. I hope that by me talking to you guys, it keeps you encouraged.
because that is all that I want to do. I want to keep you encouraged and uplifted. That's all. Okay? If you guys are feeling down, you feeling like you need someone to talk to, let me pull the number up so that I can make sure I say it correctly because y'all know I'm special in the head. Uh, you can dial 988 on your cell phone. It's just three digits, three simple digits, 988. And there will be somebody to help you. You can inbox me. You can text me. You can call me. I will answer because I've been in that dark place. I've been there. You're not alone. You're not. Oh, because I definitely felt real alone. And to my best friend, Leon Wengate III, who felt so alone that he committed suicide. I'm sorry that you didn't feel like you could call me and know that I would have come for you no matter where you were. Mwah. Bye, guys. And here's some rays from Ray. I love you. Have an amazing day. And if you're not, don't you dare go mess up nobody else's. Shout out to my girl, Tabitha Brown. I love you guys. Have an awesome day, okay? Be amazing. Just go be amazing. You got this. You have got this.